It kind of pulls on my heartstrings to see you like that. And I'm finding out today that you might not make it to WrestleMania. That makes me honestly sad. Well, see, here's the thing, Gunther. You and your boys should have let me finish. Because what I was about to say is that I don't give a damn what the doctors tell me. I don't give a damn how hard I have to rehab, how hard I have to push this knee. I will keep my promise. I will take this title into WrestleMania. Hey. And I will do every single thing in my power to walk out of WrestleMania, the world heavyweight champion. Friends, listeners, and newcomers, it's me, Eric B., the Raw Dog, and this is the Draw Straws Review on Sunday night's main event, and I am here with my partner in crime, my PIC, my fellow Raw Dog, let's just say, it is Randy C. Randy, what up? Unleash the hounds! Eric B., how's it going? It is me, wide right Randy C., and as usual, we're powered by a whole bunch of things. We are powered by Fana Tickets. It's a new type of ticket service. Go to fanatickets.com, podstars.net. Get ready to take your podcasting career to the next level with www.podstars.net. That's with a Z, not an S. So www.podstars.net. Why wait? Join them. Start exploring all that they have to offer. You will not want to miss out the amazing opportunity to elevate your podcasting career and be a part of an exciting new community. That's www.podstars.net. And last, no, no, sorry. This is definitely not last. Destiny Wrestling, it's official. The indie god Matt Cardona will square off against Tarek in the main event of Reckless February 24th in Oshawa at the Children's Arena. Get two general admission tickets for only $50. For fans looking to attend both Reckless on February 24th and Carnage on March 3rd, you can pick up a combo ticket deal. 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 I like deal too. Via www.revetry.ca forward slash event forward slash Reckless. All information will be in the description of this podcast. And last... Oh, still, I still have two things. I know, Gimpy's, man. I'm like, so you keep on saying last. Yeah. Gimpy's bachelor party. Glow will look him up on Facebook. Jason Mitchell. He's having a bachelor. This dude's getting married. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't even believe somebody would date him. Never mind. Marry him. Yes, he's going to have a bachelor party. Yeah, there's going to be prizes and a whole bunch of stuff. Tickets given away for wrestling, so on and so forth. He's paying me to say this, folks. 
Five bucks <laughs> is five bucks. So, and last but not least, Chiquita Bananas. And why, Minoro? Monkeys never cups. That's right, Minoro. Monkeys never cramp Chiquita Bananas. They're always on our diet here at Draws, Draws, Raw and SMU oh. Radio. Oh, my Lord. That was a lot. Now, first of all, two two tickets for $50 general admission for those two shows. That's a hell of a deal. So if you guys are in those areas, you want to check out some awesome independent wrestling from one of the top independent companies out there. That is a awesome deal. Also, quick question, Randy. I mean, like if I wanted to keep bolstering my podcast and I wanted to interview somebody like Ken Shamrock, where would I go to do that? You go to www.podstars.net and you sign up there. And yes, they have wonderful people like Ken Shamrock, uh, Lisa Marie Verone. Hey, wow, Eric, they even got yeah. the they even got the Brooklyn Brawler. Oh so, my lord! Yeah, yeah. Surprise, surprise! The Brooklyn Brawler's up there. You never know. Get Brooklyn Brawler on your podcast today because I think he's going to be coming to this network very soon. Wink, yeah. wink. That's my best our truth impression. The, Bro- the Brooklyn Brawler is definitely a personal favorite of mine and Boris. That's uh, that's for sure. It's uh, it's been a crazy week here in Ontario, on this side of the world, here in Canada. Uh, just looking at my window right now, we got a little bit more snow. The fans in Buffalo by now, you guys saw all the videos of all the snow, the snow plows. Randy, unfortunately, and I had to endure a Buffalo Bills loss, which was probably much to the delight of Mr. Don Dirkhead, um, as we like to call him. But we still got further than the Cowboys. So how about them Bills, Randy? How about the Bills? I can't blame Josh Allen. People are blaming Josh Allen. I don't know. He never made any major mistake. Yeah, the run game. They took a lot off the clock or whatever you may be. But it is a different game that probably Kansas City didn't expect. The words yeah. I hate hearing, though, Tyler Bass is going through so much hell right now. He disabled all his social media and everything else like that. The yeah. Two words that Buffalo does not want to hear happen. Wide right. <laughs> it, it just comes down to it. The Super Bowl is stage. NFL stage. Sorry. It is a fixed sport like wrestling. Um I'm used to this, so as a Leaf fan, as a Buffalo Bill fan, I, I, I'm used to disappointment almost getting there and not being able to do it. You know you know what it reminds me of? What's that? Do you remember when you were a teenager? I'm not a very handsome-looking guy. So, you know, you know, you have a couple of brews into you, right, and you're sitting beside there, uh, a really nice, hot-looking chick, and then, like, you go, hey, can I buy you a beer? And she goes, yes. Right? And you're like... I'm almost there, bro. I'm almost there. there. Halfway. Halfway. Yeah. yeah. The beer comes to the table, like the counter or whatever, up against the bar at the table. This happened to me twice. So this is why I'm using two examples. And then they get the beer and you're like, they grab the beer. I'm, I'm almost there. Then they start pouring the beer out onto the floor. (laughs) So they only have half the beer left in their bottle. And they say, does this mean I only have to stay half the time? That's what the Buffalo Bills and the Toronto Maple Leafs do to me every single year. They're like that pretty girl. They're just so pretty and you can't not talk to them. So I get very depressed and my back hurts and I got shingles. (laughs) Like this is the worst week ever. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's the worst week. 
and, and can I add Pascal Siakam also got traded? So yeah, you know, it's a it's a strange week here for us as sports fans in this region. And yeah, I mean we're in Toronto, guys. So the Buffalo Bills are our you know adopted team more or less. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a strange week for sports, and it's been a interesting week for wrestling. I would say for sure. There's a lot of stuff going on there in the background. Some huge mega announcements have been made, which are really going to change the outlook of, you know, WWE and pro wrestling going forward. And I got to say, too, the point was made by uh, Donnie Silva in the uh, Raw thread about how big this is for Raw and how big this is for Netflix. Um, as you guys have heard by now, Netflix has now acquired the rights to play Raw. And it seems in 2025, Randy's got some more news and facts about that on his side but wwe is the first one to major to make this major uh jump to the netflix brand it's been discussed for a while we have seen amazon playing wmba games and also some nfl games so they have also made this major switch so randy uh what are what's some more news that you got on that yeah so variety is reporting as of this morning that uh netflix made a deal of 500 million per year for Netflix acquiring um raw now oh my what Lord. with for five years um or sorry 10 years I apologize I'm I'm misquoting wow. it but for 10 years so if you really think that's five billion dollars if you think of what happened um in the last year when Endeavor purchased the uh, WWE Realistically, they purchased them or gave you an evaluation of $9 billion. So by this number, over the 10 years, they are evaluating Raw as being half of their product, which I find very, very weird. Now, after five years, they can reevaluate this or um, um, go back, uh, I guess, on the deal, so on and so forth, or look over it. But yeah, right? and they can expand it as well. So what does this mean? Um, I'm presuming, uh, I know the, the USA uh, network deal is up until October of this year. Will it continue to January? I do not know. Um, but um, from the article, and you can go to variety.com and look up the article, article as well. Um, what the article states is that everything is going to be on Netflix. So I don't believe it'll be on any Canadian broadcasting. I don't believe huh. it'll be on any other country's broadcasting. So this is where this is genius. So, right. If they were to go, when they go over, not if now, when they go over to Netflix, yeah. places like um, uh, India, Saudi Arabia, all the countries that don't currently have the programming on their tv it'll be very easily accessible so this is where television ratings do not necessarily count because guess what they're gonna have four five six seven million watching it per week comparably to the 1.4 the yes. other question that i have though is how are they going to do advertising because we know netflix is very particular on what they're advertising what they can put into like a regular tv show how are they going to promote internal advertising on a uh, a show like i don't well, know they've they already have i don't have the version of it but they already have a package of netflix that does have adverts and yeah. it costs less money per month um i've actually been tempted to give that a test run just to see what that's like to kind of see what's going to happen with the future here with raw 
because we know that a lot of their big money and a lot of their changes are coming from outside sources right now. Right. And this advertising is like based upon within the show. I'm not saying like there's going to be no commercials. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So on and so forth. So I'm talking about billboards around the ring, the banner, the, the, like the skirts around the ring, everything else like that. How are they going to advertise on that aspect? But do they need to really? Um, Cause 500 million a year is definitely a, a, a good uh, drop in the bucket, shall we say, or making the that's, bucket pretty full. It's that's almost going to say, right? Like ultimately, do you really even care about what advertising money you have when you have that much money coming in? And then secondarily, like, um, ratings you mentioned as well do you, like live ratings or tv ratings even matter anymore when you've gotten sure. yourself to that upper echelon and you're you're moving into the future here because ultimately eventually we're going to still we're not going to have these basic cable services somebody mentioned it us on the snme page and i was like listen i didn't even know basic cable still existed i didn't know that was an option i i felt like you know that type of stuff has been gone for a long time but i'm wrong on that one obviously now, it, it just it just the direction that everything's going, Randy, right, is that you go online to stream or you have a smart TV and you stream. And a lot of folks, this will uh, this is a benefit to how is it going to affect us monthly as well, too? That's kind of a big question. Do we as subscribers to Netflix have to shell out the extra three ninety nine to make this, you know, five hundred million dollar a year happen? Um I have a feeling that we probably won't, but we're just going to keep on seeing these subscription, you know, costs going up month by month by month. The WWE subscription, like the entire library likely will be making its way to Netflix as well. Why would they have one on Peacock and then one on Netflix? I don't think Netflix would allow that. Um, but this is huge, man. Honestly, yeah. this is huge. And it's it's been a long time coming as far as I'm concerned. The way I take it is, remember when UFC sold TSPN, right? Yeah. And the, what's going online or what people are actually um, rebutting against this is that they're afraid the quality of the show will go down. Um, before, there used to be super fights on UFC, and people used to pay the $79.99. Um, as yeah. of late, we just had a UFC in Canada that the card was very lackluster compared to previous UFC cards that came here. And since the ESPN takeover, we've noticed a lot like that. So are they saying, is it going to follow over into Raw? This is what people are saying on the internet right now. Well, the, And it's possible. The, the thing about, here's where UFC differs from WWE entirely, right? You, you have two completely different fan bases. And people are going to tune in. To UFC no matter who is fighting like that's the way I've always felt about them for a long time they used to be more of a specialty product right we would get one pay-per-view when I was growing up we would get one pay-per-view uh once every three months once every four months sometimes would be the actual pay-per-views and then it was uh what is it uh it's not tough enough the ultimate fighter yeah um on Spike TV which really launched it into everybody's eyes so Either way, like, are you going to stop putting on these lackluster cards if you're selling out arenas and you're making that much money, Randy? You're not, right? Like, your your business model is working. So, yeah, maybe we might see a difference. Maybe we won't. But I have a feeling that there's big things to come. And 
And a fun thing that I want to ask you here about Netflix, right? And about WWE and their partnership, Randy, is with this mentioned advertising, you know, chances are we're probably going to see some type of Netflix gimmick themed match. So what show on Netflix would you choose to be your theme match in WWE? Alpha Academy doing Stranger Things. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. <laughs> I just thought of it now. We did we did sort of pre pre conversate this uh beforehand, but I just thought of it in my head. That'd be pretty funny, Otis. No, as the oh, that would that would be great. No, you know what? That would be great. And then you can have actually like a Demogorgon as Alpha Academy versus Imperium, right? You have the Demogorgon, which is Gunther. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh man but anyways gunther gunther was on raw last night and we like ourselves some raw and we like ourselves some gunther so randy should we talk a little bit about monday night raw or should we just keep on talking about business stuff i guess we should definitely uh talk a little about raw but um with all this news this week my head is uh a little it's spinning a little it's giving me mm. a little vertigogo speaking about vertigogo Play sponsored ad here. Have you checked out East End Hamilton's newest live music venue? Vertigogo is keeping DIY music alive in the 905. January 28th, Terry Green. February 3rd, Decade. February 4th, Punk Rock Matinee with Gag Order. And in the evening, Night of the Holy Spirit Drag Show. February 15th, Cheap Chocolates. February 23rd, Golden Shitters. March 8th, Sons of Arrakis. Vertigogo brought to you by Fuck You 2 Productions. Fanatickets.com. Vertigogo, folks. Got to get, got to get there. I know Randy's gonna get there. No, I don't. We'll know see our back. We'll see our. We'll back. see how Randy's. Yeah, we'll see how Randy's <laughs> back is doing by then. Um, but yeah, guys, it is full on Royal Rumble season, and we are at the send home show Monday Night Raw before Royal Rumble, which means big things are gonna happen. Randy, before the show even started, I think that everybody had extremely high expectations. Am I wrong in making that statement or what? No, no, everybody did. Everybody was talking about this week's Raw. Um, a lot of things happening, Seth Rollins, so on and so forth. But yes, you're absolutely correct, everybody. I know you did. I know we were talking like a good two days about it, so... Yep, there were some announcements made that definitely wanted to get a lot of people tuned in, and thankfully, Raw jumped right into it. Raw came to us live from the Smoothie King Arena in New Orleans, Louisiana, a cold New Orleans, Louisiana. What the hell is going on in the world right now? Like, Atlanta, Georgia was cold, too, dude. Like, what is happening? There's snow everywhere. It's wild. Anyways, like I said, go home, Rumble. And here comes Seth Rollins in a lovely ripe green Chiquita banana themed suit. He's been listening to the Drosh Draws review, and he is also powered by Chiquita. He's limping to the ring, folks. He's got that left knee brace on, and uh, things don't look good. Honestly, as soon as he starts talking, you can see he's a little tearful. Um, and, and we don't know where it's going to go, but Seth lets us know, listen, for the first time in a long time, he might actually miss WrestleMania. If he has to go to surgery, it's going to be a longer rehab and he might not be there. But Seth Rollins is uh, Seth Rollins. He's going to give us the best version of himself. Always here comes 
in a surprise, in my opinion. Here comes Gunther and Imperium. As soon as his music hit, I said, oh, yes, they are giving him that push he so goddamn deserves. <laughs> Gunther comes out to the ring. The funny thing for me is when I look online, the pe the thing that people are taking away the most from this promo, Randy, is that Gunther said Sunday at the Rumble instead of Saturday at the Rumble. Yeah. Oh, okay. The guy's English second language, first of all. <laughs> he speaks better English than a lot of us who it's our first language can. But he cuts the promo letting Seth know, look, he's going to win the Royal Rumble. And when he wins it, he's going to cash in on him. Gentleman's handshake. But Seth says, look, I ain't freaking going nowhere and smashes down the microphone. No, but Seth in classic Seth fashion lets us know that he is going to do everything in his absolute power to be at WrestleMania. Randy, I think it was well done in the sense that they didn't confirm that he is out and gone. He didn't drop the belt. It looks like they're trying to ride out as much time with this injury as possible to still give us that potential punk versus Seth match at WrestleMania. What do you think? A hundred percent. Yeah. When he came out with the tears, there is one tell though that he did give. So I knew he wasn't giving up the belt, but I explained at the end of the conversation with the tears in his eyes and the nice, nice, you know, that freshly picked banana, you know, the, like, like not fully ripe yet, that green color, but it's silky smooth suit. I want to get a suit um with tears 66 in his six cents probably 66, 66 cents per pound there you go <laughs> there you go and then uh, with a tear in his eye and about to say something and then gunther music hit i was like man this is brilliant i would love to see this like you know what i mean really really love to see it and then and then when he said yeah he's not going anywhere as of yet the crowd pops um even out offering imperium to come in and beat him up because he knew that's what was going to happen um, I definitely enjoyed it. The tell, the knee brace he had on was like a $15, you know, CVS pharmacy, IDA pharmacy piece of crap. Brace. Yeah, 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 you're absolutely so, right. So I was like, yeah, this guy's doing something because that's easy to get off or whatever. It wasn't like one of those uh, uh, Tegan Knox, you know, the ones with the bars in it, like the exact same injury pretty much at one time, right? Yeah, it's so, not the stone cold knee braces either, right? right? Yeah, this was like a CVS special. Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. been on the shelf for, for eight months. Um, but yeah. Made made by Tensor. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. So yeah, I it was used to good. wear one of those when I played basketball, actually, come to think about it. But I did I did have the same injury as Seth, but I wore it after way after the fact. Way, <laughs> way after the fact. Um, but yeah, I thought it was well done. And I thought even what was better well done is when Seth said, listen, come beat me down if you want to. Imperium steps back and it's just Gunther. They just give the spotlight to Gunther and he really deserves it, man. Um, I made the point yesterday in the thread. It, yes, CM Punk is the money match that you want at WrestleMania, but long-term success and your future of your company depends on guys like Gunther. Gunther is the future Gunther is a killer world champion once he reaches that level, and he definitely will reach that level. It's speaking brilliant. About, it's yeah, brilliant. Speaking about well done, um, here comes the New Day jumping out of the crowd and beating down on Imperium. Dude, I would love the way that they did this, and I see a trend of this happening on Raw recently where we don't really have 
your traditional entrances of wrestlers before we start the first match. And I like it. It gives us that real fight feel. Um, And this match has that whole real fight feel. Honestly, it's aggressive. It sort of seems like we are moving into more of this with these guys. We have a street fight feeling more than we have a wrestling match. Um, And there is, there is two chops that light up this match. In my opinion, there's Kaiser nailing, woods in the corner with that chop that sound was insane and then when woods retorts with that downward slap to the chest i was like oh my god it's brutal so we do get a double count out you know within the first 10 minutes of this match but it then leads to a huge brawl outside of the ring and they really give us a long time with this randy they didn't break them up like they traditionally would it became almost like a no holds barred match And when you start to see Imperium and the New Day climb high on those storage boxes and then both teams just flying through the table, which is just nicely set up there, uh, by the way, I loved it. I loved every second of it. What about you? It was a fight. Yes, it was. It was this different side of what you've seen uh, the New Day being as of late. There was no... um, bootios or anything pancakes flying around these are just fists and slaps and chops and whatever it may be it was a fight and ending it with a disqualification was absolutely um like double count out i guess you can say um yeah was a good move for it to continue on this feud um the beatings the beatings that were given after in that table man they're Backs are going to hurt tomorrow. They're going to have to take some Advil, some Tylenol, whatever extracurricular activities that may happen. Speaking about extracurricular activities, please sponsor that here. March 26th to 31st, join us in celebrating Canada's bud tender community with Tether Events. Bud tenders and retailers can participate virtually or in person for sampling opportunities across Canada. For details on how to get on the list or if you're interested in unlocking the power of the Canadian bud tender community, visit tetherbuds.com. Tether Event tickets are available at fanatickets.com. Great. Absolutely great stuff, Randy. Um, Great stuff from our sponsors this week, too. Thank you so much for all of you guys sponsoring the show. And honestly, great stuff by this new New Day. We were waiting for this turn for a while. We thought it was going to be potentially a heel turn, but it looks like it's just a turn in a serious direction. They even say later on in the show, look, we're not, you know... 12 time tag team champions for nothing. Like we're, we're not just jokes. We're not just here to toss out pancakes. We're here to show that we can work and we mean business. So they definitely mean business. Now I didn't hear Randy say anything about carrot top this week either. No. We're starting to take these guys very serious, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I don't want to get beat great. up. It's great. All right. So from that, we go to a video package here with uh, Drew McIntyre versus Damian Priest for tonight of the main event. And I got to say, WWE is knocking it out of the park with these video packages as of late. They're actually giving us these real fight feelings. Um, and it feels like a true main event. Like it really does feel like a true main event. Um, even though I thought maybe 
you know, go home show of Raw. This wasn't the greatest match to have, as we'll get into <laughs> later on, but it was good. All yeah, right. no, with the production, though, that you're saying, I just want to make a quick uh, point of it. Yes, these vignettes and everything, like you said, are absolutely perfect at this time. Um, the replacement of Kevin Dunn. Now, I had a discussion yesterday. I'm sorry, I'm going to be real quick with it, Eric. I know we've been running no, a little cool. long. Um, no, go for it. But uh, remember back, so this is what was brought up. Remember back in the Kevin Dunn days when there was like a big spot or something happened. They, they would move the camera out to the crowd to see a crowd reaction instead of like the wrestlers. Zoom um, in. Yeah, zoom in on the crowd. Now, whoever is doing it now is a lot smarter. They're zooming in on the wrestler looking at each other and giving their faces. And then in turn, in the background, you see the crowd with their reaction. So yeah. in production and whole, I just wanted to bring it up, has been way better to me personally to attractively look at the show so yeah yeah it definitely has been there's still a few spots in the night where you see the camera zoomed in a little bit too much on the spot itself which actually i don't want to say it ruins it but reveals that it's not as impactful as it truly looked or would have right. appeared if it was done from a different angle so yeah i'm starting to see what you were saying the last few weeks about that for sure randy um all right, so back in the Judgment Day clubhouse, we got Rhea Ripley and Priest. They are arguing just a little bit. Uh, I do love how Priest is just like, look, stop going and making matches with Adam Pierce every week. Like, just stop going into his office, period. And this won't happen. I love that. It's the best line that he's made in this entire promo between this. But Ripley wants to see everybody take care of things, and she wants to see somebody be vicious for a change. And Finn's going to show her vicious. I'll show you a vicious mummy. Oh man. Did Dom was Dom okay with that? Are are other guys allowed to tell mommy that they're gonna be vicious? Or I, I don't well, know. I don't know. I don't I don't know. They, they they are a little um little different. I did enjoy this segment too. There's two things I want to point out too. Man, we're gonna be long today because wait till you hear this as well. Um <laughs> our truth was on on and you notice it in this promo. Our truth was on SRS, right? And they start talking about JD and his big head. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. if you notice in this promo, they say something about big head. And he's like, JD's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know I mean, it, giving into this big head feeling. Um, R-Truth said that JD does have an advantage or disadvantage going into the rumble with his big head. Because he could either use it as a battering ram or... His head's so heavy, it's going to make him fall over the top rope. So he does have valid <laughs> points on that, and JD's going with it. The second thing is, though, Rhea Ripley, we've been talking about her last couple of weeks and everything else. She looks like a beast. She had these lace goddamn things on. I couldn't she take did. her seriously. She she toned down, so I couldn't take her seriously in this promo. She looked she looked. She looked more brazzers than she looked at <laughs> her week, buddy. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. When when those gloves came out, I was like, whoa, we're just getting a little bit too hot out here for the crowd, Rhea. But man, again, anytime she's on camera, you know that she's the moneymaker of the company. You know right. that that is your that is your prized pig right there. And I mean that in the nicest way possible possible. Uh, next match here, we're well. Sorry, Maxine's in the back. She gets rushed up on by the Creeds because they all love each other, and she's ready for the Royal Rumble match. Randy is still not understanding why her top says show Osh um, from one side to the next. 
but we're gonna get there, right, Randy? I I, I don't understand it. Is it the language? I don't I don't I'm like <laughs> no. Like, please tell me. Oh, it, oh, we are waiting. We are waiting for a figure with a show osh top on it. So give us that right away. They actually advertised toys too during the uh, the rot tonight. There was a lot That's of true. advertisements. There was a lot of advertisements. Yeah, please explain. Like, tell us next week, WWE. What does it mean? <laughs> Ivy Nile versus Valhalla comes up next. This is the match that everybody was looking forward to. Um, again, very few comments. Unfortunately, very few comments made for the female matches in the uh, the threads every week. I think that's just because they're not giving us enough to really care about here. But we've got Valhalla there, and Nikki Cross is walking back and forth at the entrance. So Nikki Cross is back doing her Nikki Cross thing. What is it? Nobody knows. Um, but the match is over when Ivy Nile hits her top row bulldog. Uh, and you know what? Ivy Nile looks great. I look forward to her being in the Rumble. I could see her definitely being one of the ones who lasts a decent amount of time in the Rumble, maybe even makes it into the Final Four as a wild card. Um, but yeah, the match... It wasn't anything to write home about. I mean, it's great for Sarah Logan. I mean, Valhalla to have her role back in the company here. Um, but it wasn't anything to write home about, Randy. Not at all. And the Bulldog as a finisher for Ivy Nile is perfect. It's perfect. They're setting up Ivy Nile and the Creeds to be like exactly what they are. Like hardworking Bulldog. It was great. Yeah, I love it. Remember even Goldust for a long time finished people with a running bulldog, right? Yeah. And, and people loved it. So yeah, a bulldog definitely is a basic yet deadly move if done right. It's kind of like you see people use their finisher as a ripcord uh, clothesline or lariat yeah. or something like that, right? It's very believable. Um, won't harbor about it too much because I already talked. I already talked about it. But Jey Uso interrupts the New Day as they're talking about their issues with Imperium. He gets a yeet in, and that is all we get from Jey Uso from the show. Wow. <laughs> going into I Rumble. Yeah, one yeet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? They're like, Jey is going to win titles too, but he didn't even wrestle tonight. And I saw somebody make a really good point online, which was, uh, I feel like they haven't really had a plan with Jey Uso moving him over to Raw and he's lost a lot of the momentum that he built up going against the bloodline and going against Roman and that's where he fits in best 100% 100% so yeah he's there he's yeeting the the crowd loves it but you know who else is there Randy who damage control is there what damage control is there they're, walking they're around from in the background yeah they're there they're there oh. walking around in the background um, one more cool thing that's coming out about this uh, whole Kofi uh, New Day Imperium battle is we are going to have Kofi versus the Big Boss next week. Kofi versus Gunther for the IC title. I'm here for it. Randy, are you here for it? Oh, yeah. Poor Kofi. He's already got that big dent in his chest, right? Yeah. He's already got that from the big show. So that's going to get even bigger. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to have apocalypse wings on his back by the time it's done. Ended, but yeah, poor Kofi. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, here is Nia Jax to make everyone's day so much better. She is mm. here for apparently a chat, and guess what? She squashed them, and then whoever they gave her again, she squashed them too. Just her delivery is so mundane. 
right? Like, you say it again. You sound, I, I swear I was listening to watching Raw last night. Please, I squashed that. That <laughs> right on, spot on. But anyways, yeah. Once again, we are saved by one of our favorites. Last week we were saved by Aria. Uh, got a bigger pop than Becky coming out to save us this week. But the big surprise of the night because a lot of people may have not mentioned it, sorry, noticed damage control walking around is here comes Bailey. Bailey comes out to almost no cheers. Not anybody is at all like surprised that she's there or cheers along that she's there. Randy, is it just me or when the crowd was quiet tonight, they were eerily quiet. Yes. No, it was, it was really, really, uh, you could definitely hear nothing. Uh, hear nothing. Um, you could hear the ring them working and in the ring so yeah you know what it's not even during like the matches that were slow it's during the high spots too there yeah. were times where there was complete silence even during the cm punk um cody promo there was times where it was like why is the crowd so quiet they're not even reacting to a single thing they're saying maybe we well, were so on the edge of our seat new orleans is cold right now and new orleans is sinking and uh I don't know if anybody knows how to swim in the cold. So maybe that's the reason. Oh my God. We got a tragically hip reference here on the draw straws review folks. Randy. Thanks for that. Talking about video packages. They give us a really cool rumble by the numbers package. I am a big fan of this. Um, I am a fan of these fun stats. It always makes things more entertaining and it makes the rumble itself as special as it is. Honestly, we see the highlights um, there's some great video packages tonight, right? Yes. And whether you like some of the people that did them or didn't do them, especially the one that's done by Hulk Hogan later on in the night, Hulk Hogan's was great. Just so good. And it brought me back to being like a six-year-old kid wanting to watch the Royal Rumble. It was just so cool. <laughs> you you, you weren't the only person saying it because people were saying, he's number 30 in the Rumble. But once they saw that video, I was like, nah. But yeah, did did exactly. we finish the video package? With, uh, did we finish the Nia Jax, Becky Lynch, Bailey thing? We finished that. No, we haven't yeah. finished that because oh. Becky moves off into the into the back after that, and she runs into Rhea Ripley wearing her nice uh, frilly lace gloves, and she just wasn't impressed what she just saw, and neither should she be. Honestly, Rhea Ripley has very little to worry about as far as I'm concerned with any other women <laughs> in the division. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, that was uh, that was that segment. Luckily, it wasn't a Nia Jax squash match um, because that would have been terrible. All right, Mr. Big Head making his way into the ring here with Dominic Mysterio. Uh, so Dominic is going to take on the Miz. Like Randy said, is Dom going to show Miz his Riz? Let's see. We'll see. But yeah, Big Head is there and Finn Balor is there as well. Earlier today, they show a, <laughs> a segment in the back where The Miz actually told R-Truth not to tag tonight. It's a singles match. And then also to watch out for Tom and Nick Mysterio, who The Miz unfortunately had to break the heart of R-Truth and tell him it's the same guy. Yeah, it's terrible. It's <laughs> terrible. Know, I know. I thought but it was said, okay. I, I didn't understand how they set up this match. But, but yes, that was very funny. This R-Truth segment was very funny tonight. Um, and why hurt the poor guy's feelings, man? Why hurt the poor guy's feelings? Don't like they're not, not the same person. I think two it, different people. I think I it's a way. 
Yeah, I think that this match is just the way to keep, you know, this awesome truth versus Judgment Day thing going on in one way or another. Give uh, Truth a break, probably. I, I wouldn't think that Truth is probably wrestling every single week here on Raw now um, or getting in the ring every single week here on Raw. We know where his position is, and it's definitely there in the comedy of the night. But, yeah, I mean, Miz... Um, Miz is the Miz, right? We all love the Miz, but Dominic is definitely one of those guys, again, who is the future of your company. So the right thing does happen here in this match. Mysterio does get the win. It might not happen, you know, exactly cleanly, but you wouldn't expect that to happen with the Judgment Day. But post-match, we do set up the uh, continuing feud between DIY and Judgment Day as DIY runs into the ring and everybody gets to beat down poor old jd mcdonough again randy jd mcdonough is just there to be a punching bag as of now he has taken dominic mysterio's old spot for sure and when the miz hit jd mcdonough with that skull crushing finale i thought to myself you better hit him with five more of those because that skull ain't breaking that's it that's it he's the walking funko of wwe um but yeah no poor jd is definitely the punch, but he's enjoying it and he's on TV. And guess what? I would enjoy it too. Yeah, exactly. I, I, it's great. Everyone, again, all these guys are still on TV. Somebody even asked in the group this week, Ridge Holland got demoted to NXT. Is this a, you know, sorry, got moved to NXT. Is this a demotion? And I'm like, no, the guy's on TV every week, right. getting paid to do exactly what he loves and getting to develop more as a professional wrestler. So, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Anyways. All right. Um, one vignette that I didn't get, I'll, I'll say that right now, uh, was Bronson Reed again talking about how he's just going to demolish everybody. Next week, he's going to face Jey Uso. I mean, Bronson Reed has to win one match first before he starts telling everybody how much he's going to demolish them. Um, I understand he's won one match, but give us a notable opponent that he's beaten and we'll go from there. Um, I don't think Ivar and Otis really count as those guys, really, um, as far as even upper mid-card goes, Randy. And I'm not trying to insult, or what do you think about that? Well, you are insulting. I'm you not trying complete... to. Okay, well, all right, but it is. So I know, it's, it's, don't worry about it. You're not trying. Uh, yeah, you're right, <laughs> Bronson Reed. Um, well, he did have a couple of wins before. Who, do, who did he last lose to? Was it Ciampa? No. Yeah. Was well, it really? he had... They yeah they did Champa they did um, Shinsuke. He lost to Shinsuke. Shinsuke yeah, that's but Shinsuke's that's, last that's win a, too. That's <laughs> a given. Yeah, that's yeah. a given. He had to do that because of how they're trying to build Shinsuke. But all yeah. these guys are just sitting in that upper mid card, right? He's... They're not really getting as elevated as some of the other guys on the program. Like Dom is getting elevated every single week, even when he loses, he's still being elevated because he's there every single week. Yeah, poor Bronson's getting caught in limbo, I guess you can say, as of right now. I'm pretty sure he will have a good showing at the Rumble. Yeah, me too. He's one of those guys that's so impressive that we're going to get some great spots out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about guys that we're going to get spots out of, I hope Ricochet is in the Rumble, right? Like oh, Ricochet. yeah, we haven't even heard about him. No, he hasn't been on TV in a long time. He's uh, mm-hmm. He's been resting that injury. So, yes. yeah, that, that would be great. That would be great to get him back mm-hmm. in there. All right, uh, next match of the night here, we are talking about Ivar versus Chad Gable. Another one of those matches that completely comes out of nowhere but impresses the 
hell out of you. And the reason why, again, is Chad Gable. Chad Gable, every time he's on TV, the guy continues to show you how impressive he is and raise his stock. If he doesn't get an IC title reign this year, I will be furious. Like once that belt is off of Gunther, Chad Gable has to hold it for a little while, man. He was so impressive in this match, Randy. Um, he, when he deadlifted Ivar into that German suplex, it just looked like butter. He just flowed just smoothly into that. Um, and to the point that I made earlier, there was the time where Ivar did that corner spot that he does when he crushes his opponent. And luckily, he's not like Nia Jax, so he didn't just sit all of his weight down on Chad Gable. He caught himself with the ropes. But unfortunately, the camera angle was right on that and even showed the replay of Chad Gable, you know, completely almost missing him. So the match was great, though. Honestly, uh, he does a tour of the Ivar does a tour of the island slam, as I like to call it. Uh, I think Wade Barrett calls a a spinning slam or whatever he wants to call it. But great match from both of these guys. Great match from both of these guys, Randy, honestly. A lot, a lot of, a lot of the time, you thought uh, Ivar was going to tap, top out mm-hmm. to the ankle lock, and didn't. Um, even the the diving bonsai drop, uh, leg drop, sorry, didn't. He uh, kicked out. It was really, really good. I am going to talk about this in the, in this corner, um, but the wrong fucking person won. Eric, I'm, I'm yeah. mad about it. The wrong person won. Randy, so. do you think that that maybe happened because of the ending? Because at the ending, we all saw Chad Gable get dropped almost directly on his head. Um, do you think that they took an audible here, or do you think the plan was always to put Ivar over? Unfortunately, I think the plan was put Ivar over. Unfortunately. Yeah, because they moved pretty quickly from the the Beal out off of the top ropes into the Doom Salt, and it looked like Chad Gable was okay after that fall too which is great guys probably got a ridiculously strong muscular neck but oh that man. german too that german looked fantastic like oh dude so slow i don't know how he does that mid-air like how could you be bending backwards and just be holding in mid-air this guy that's three times your weight like you know what yeah. I mean? and just slowly bring it over it's it's it's, it's art slowly and safely bringing him over yeah. too right like he's just and that bridge is perfect afterwards too. But yeah, the the match is incredible. The match is incredible. But this is where the the money comes from in Raw tonight. And that is Cody Rhodes is here finally for his chat. And his person that he's going to be chatting with is CM Punk. No, but anyways, when his music hits, it's great. Because we do have some dueling Cody and CM Punk chants. But everybody just loves that CM Punk chant you know you can really get into that cm punk chant so it kind of over drowns the cody chants a little bit but this promo is the best thing about monday night raw tonight in my opinion and the reason why i say that is because the reality that we had in this promo brought into this promo the callbacks to ovw the callbacks to dusty calling cm punk and making sure that he took care of his youngest son as he was there now training to become a pro wrestler and then becoming really good friends in the process. CM Punk saying that, you know, Cody is just not on his level, more or less. Cody saying that he is more CM Punk than CM Punk. And CM Punk saying that he's finishing his story and he's more of the American dream 
than Cody ever was. And Randy, that stare down at the end, that stare down at the end, I said it before we started recording, but rarely do we get a re- even a reaction when WWE tries to replicate stare downs like that. Sometimes I even laugh because I think it's a little ridiculous. But this one, I was like, hook it to my veins, <laughs> let them fight. And I have my thoughts about where this is going, but I'd like to hear your thoughts on the promo first. Promo was absolutely fantastic. Like you said, you already covered it. Look look after um, my kid. And then Code, uh, CM Punk responding, yeah, I looked after you, but on this Sunday, I'll be looking at you, throwing you over the top rope. And just, I'm not saying degrading Cody, but um there's levels right when people are talking in this interview and you 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 more or less explained it all about this uh this uh promo or whatever this uh confrontation this conversation shall we say um there's levels you always see it's like a debate like you always pick a side now um you said this was probably one of cody's best promos i think it was his best ever like you said yes yeah. best ever but cm punk bring uh cody bringing the pipe bomb into the conversation um just the stuff they talked about was all true all all right so yeah if i'm gonna if i'm going to if i wasn't going to buy the rumble which i always buy the rumble but if i wasn't going to buy it at the rumble and i watched this promo i gotta know is either one of these guys winning like you know what i mean and will it yeah. be cody rhodes with the story like this is everybody's like we talked about this last week everybody's a story killer for this this guy is gonna only have like a three-page book there is no fucking story and leave it to cm punk leave it to cm punk to bring up everybody what everybody is talking about you know that he is this close to finishing the story and then and finally a star finally a superstar but a much bigger mega star who has been away for a long time is now back and overshadowing him and we're all thinking it and CM Punk yep. is saying it and man just oh that stare down was intense that stare down was intense Cody did not blink nope. CM Punk did blink but Cody did not blink that guy must have the driest eyes ever today but the way that they did it just like you said it makes me want to tune into the rumble and see what happens but I'm going to give you a hot take on where I think this is going for both of these guys where do I think I it's think- going Oh, oh you're giving me. You yeah, 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 okay, sorry. I think they're both going to be so focused on each other when it comes time for the Rumble that they're both getting eliminated. Wow. Wow, so neither, neither Cody or CM Punk is going to win. So, so when there's both of them in the ring and number 13 gets called and rushing down is the boogeyman, Cody just grabs him by his head and throws him at the one. Number 14 comes out, goes into the rope, and CM Punk grabs him by the head and, and then just sit there and stare at each other and breathe at each other and don't blink for five, <laughs> 10 minutes. Is that what you're saying? And they're going to throw each other out or somebody else, some distraction? I think. That's- I That's think that they're going to be so focused beating each other down at one point, you know, so pissed off at each other. And where you're going to have that replicated stare down that they are going to get surprised by the two. I think they could see them in the final four and I could see them getting tossed out as those last, you know, three and four. And then the last two guys are there in the ring. We, we have to remember that the elimination chamber is still here to create some type of, you know, 
another chapter in the story, as we would like to call it, to potentially get Cody or CM Punk this title reign. Um, and there's two titles too, right? There are so many different ways that you can do this. And I would love it to not be the obvious because last year it was the obvious. It was right. Cody's here at 30, Cody's winning, right? So I don't want it to be the obvious. I would like, not a surprise, but I would just like something to keep me intrigued. So with everybody listening into the SME radio world, and if you don't go to smuradio.com, patreon.com forward slash SME radio, Eric's given that, which I totally, that, that's hot. It is very, very hot. To make it's it even hot. hotter, they're going to come in at one and two and start that way. So if you have your Royal Rumble pools, Eric Bundone says you have number one and two, I'm presuming just from the story, because now I'm really hot about it as well. You don't have a chance. <laughs> <That's what Eric's> <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, no, but I'd love to hear everybody's take on it. Uh, again, if if it's adverse to mine, that's why pro wrestling exists, folks. It's because we all like different things or we all think different things and allows us to have a educated discussion with each other. We'll say educated, right, Randy? That's it. I like your hot take, though, sir. Maybe we're going to have a hot take of the week. So we're going to do that. Eric's hot takes. In future. Hot take of the week. Hot take. Eric's hot takes. Are you there? Are you Eric's just hot takes here on the Draw Straws review. Right. Yeah, we'll start. <laughs> we'll start that next week. All right. Or this week. Good. It started right. this week, anyways. <laughs> yes, we have started it. So it right. started, but we need a theme song. Little theme song on it, please. I love on you. It. All right. Yes. Talking about things that I do not love. No, talking about things that are just uh, just here tonight, you know. But they have to continue doing it, guys. It's Candice LeRae, Andy Hartwell. Versus Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark. Randy is also going to say probably the wrong people won this match. Um, in this case, the winners are Zoe and Baszler, Indy and Candice. No matter how much they continue to tell us that this is their year, you know, we haven't done that well on Raw, but we're going to do better. Uh, it just doesn't work. The match is very short and it's not pretty. Um, that's it. Caden Carter and Katana Chance coming for a stare down afterwards. The club girls, or what are they called? The life of the party. Randy, that would have been a perfect time, an absolutely perfect time to play Vertigo a go go. Um, but we already oh, covered that. We already no, covered. no, no, because you're going to hear a little little take from me right now about it. Candice Lorraine and Andy Hartwell on their one win winning streak. They have a bigger streak in losses than they do wins. Shayna Baszler <laughs> and Zoe Stark. Um, should won the match, yes. I get it. Yeah. Um, they show a little tension, like uh, uh, alpha female, I guess, within the tag team, too. That I saw that I know it's during the match, so yeah, they should definitely be part of it. Um, the rave, the rave glaive, or whatever you want to call them, the <laughs> Carter and Kanan and Carter, um, coming out afterwards to me. Um, quick match, um, them yelling and screaming, it was like a bitch fest going on during after the match <laughs> oh speaking about bitch fest play sponsored ad 
here. Bitch Fest. March 1st to 30th, make sure you have your passes to Bitch Fest. Toronto's most inclusive DIY punk fest. Bitch Fest delivers 14 shows at over 9 venues, featuring over 50 of the best indie punk bands touring today. Every weekend in Toronto this March is Bitch Fest. Follow at bitch.fest underscore Toronto on Instagram and get your passes today at fanatickets.com. Yes, folks, bitch fest. So get your tickets right now, fanatickets.com. Oh man. Okay, Randy. Yeah, damage damage control is here too. Uh Natalia, Tegan Knox is there too. Again, all of the ladies are there, just they're there, guys. And yes, they're gonna be here for the rumble. They are gonna be for the rumble. It, it's kind of Jen- sad. It's kind of sad though. Sorry, Eric, I got you. Oh, go ahead. It's kind of sad there because when you I'm I'm not downplaying their women tag champs, but when you have damage control, Asuka and uh Sky uh Asuka Sky and uh why am I drawing a blank? Jesus Christ. Yeah, Kari Zane. It's holy jumping. Yeah. I was like, she's great. And then you have uh Carter. Uh, whatever the rave yeah. the the glow team or whatever you want to call it carter it. and chance yeah, yeah yeah carter and chance it's it just doesn't look right like you know what i mean it doesn't look right so um no. yeah i don't i don't think they'd be gonna hold on to these belts very long well listen i mean the smackdown the smackdown women's roster is as far beyond like as far as their tag team division goes especially it's far beyond the level of talent where raw is right now that's where Raw has been lacking, and that's what everybody continues to really harp about, too. Hey, Jinder Mahal is back on screen again. Hey! Jinder <laughs> is here again. He did not light up the internet this time, unfortunately. Probably a lot of people are blaming him for Seth's injury. It's not his fault. Seth just somehow got injured in that match. It's just hilarious that Shinsuke Nakamura literally spent like four matches trying to destroy Seth Rollins' back, and then it's a match with Jinder Mahal that injures his knee and then he's out take note shinsuke (laughs) take note swing for the knees baby chop lock chop (laughs) lock uh but yeah we get another breakdown of the royal rumble here and they they show that awesome clip of logan paul and ricochet that just ridiculous double crossbody that they did slingshot crossbody whatever the hell you want to call it incredible and that's why guys like ricochet need to be there on the rumble this year logan paul as well he's always great for one of those spots usually you know to his disadvantage usually hurting himself more than he likes his opponent that's for sure all right so we are at the main event of the evening randy the main event of the evening and randy made a comment here on raw uh, sorry on the on the thread here on the snme page that raw seemed quick this week and i gotta agree like, we got to this main event. I know it was a three-hour show, but it seemed like we got to this main event really quickly. Do you think that it was a little bit of the adrenaline that we got injected in the final hour there with Cody and uh, CM Punk? Right at the beginning with the Gunther, and, uh, I'll explain it into, in this corner, but it what went quick. So, like, all the way up to this point, and I think, yes, something was good in every hour that happened beforehand. So that's what makes me think it went pretty quick because again, like I'm a, I'm sorry, people out here. I shouldn't even tell I'm a cigarette smoker. I normally have like a couple <laughs> smoke breaks. I never took any, like none last night. I know I'm a little sick. Maybe I can blame that, but like none. So that's what the reasoning for me. 
Oh man, no smoke breaks, no pee breaks. No, there was pee mm. breaks there. If you were at Raw, there were still pre pee breaks, but that's okay. That's okay. Not that much. Not that much. But main event, yeah, you know, it was. A, I, I'm going to say it was a serviceable main event to say the best here. Um, like I said earlier in the show, I don't think it was your perfect main event to have before your go home uh, to Royal Rumble. I don't think it really sets up too much. Um, the match itself was a nice Haas match between two guys who, you know, could just beat the heck out of each other. And our truth was there to give you some comedy spots, unfortunately to ruin it. Not like he wanted to, but to ruin the end here for Damian priest priest was requesting the briefcase and our truth was asking for the combination. So he cost him the match. Drew got his future shock. Drew got his claymore. And he got the pin, you know, just short of 15 minutes into the match here. It seemed like a really, again, it seemed like a really quick 15 minutes. Like the match didn't seem like it was that long. They did have a commercial break in between, but it really did not seem that long. Um, McIntyre finally getting a win as well, Randy, to the point you made last week. The guy has to win something if he wants to be credible. But Damian Priest just continues to show that that briefcase is more of a backpack on his way to kindergarten than it is a shot at a world title. 100%. So that was raw, folks. Like Randy said, that was a quick show. And uh, as far as the recap went, it was pretty quick, too. Pretty quick, too. But I hope you guys digged it. I know Randy digged it. But I still want to hear what Randy has to say. So, Randy... What were your thoughts on Monday Night Raw? Well, thank you, Eric B. It's me, Wide Right Randy C. And what were my thoughts? What were my thoughts on this fantastic episode of WWE Raw? Well, here's In This Corner. Sponsored by Netflix. <laughs> Randy, 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 Randy. We love you, Randy. I love you. Welcome to In This Corner with Zane. Randy. What are my thoughts? Yes, that main event. I agree with you, Eric. I actually really enjoyed it. I really, really, really enjoyed it until, and I hate saying this, R-Truth came into it. We already saw R-Truth once tonight. I didn't think that we needed to see him twice, um, especially in a main event like this with the circumstances on it. I get it's comedic, but there was so much riding for both of these gentlemen in this match to me. But again, it's only my opinion. This is my segment. So if you don't like it, well, generally fuck y'all. I really don't care. Um, but what did I think of this show? I enjoyed it all tremendously. The promo between Cody and CM Punk, probably the best, one of the best I've ever seen. And I'm giving that on a, a huge high pedestal. You can agree with me on that or not as well. But Cody did not look better anywhere else. And I agree with you 100%. Eric. Imperium versus the New Day. 
the fight that needed to happen. There was no pancake slinging. There were no booty O's flying. The only booties that were flying is New Days and Imperiums off that stage thing to the tables. And that's what we needed to see. We needed to see them beat up each other black and blue. So I'm not even going to give any negative. I know there is a couple matches there. I definitely did watch that I could give negative, but I'm not because this three hours blew by. The only thing that I didn't put in is it's Royal Rumble's coming up this weekend. No surprise entrance. I think we only have like eight people that we know that are in the Royal Rumble right now. That, that would be the only partial thing, I guess I would say, on that aspect of it. But this Raw, to me, was not one, but two thumbs up. A must-see. Not the best, best Raw so far this year, but definitely up there. And this was in this corner. Guys, we're, we are always so thrilled to have Randy's thoughts in this corner. It is, you know, one of the highlights of my week and the show, in my opinion. But no, Randy, I completely <laughs> agree with everything that you say. It was just, it was a very well done Raw. Um, there are some things that maybe we can nitpick, but I'm not going to do it because I don't think it's necessary. And it did what it need to, needed to do. And that got me super excited to watch Royal Rumble. And I'm ready for the rumble and I'm ready for some surprises. I'm yeah. ready for Savio Vega. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Max who... Moon. How about Conan? Conan as Max Moon. There oh man, go. that'd be great. So on a serious note though, Eric, who do you think are yeah. some of the, like, again, like I, I said on both sides, I think we know more women that, that are in, in it than the men, but definitely who do you think for the men and women who will be the surprises um, that will show up? They, we know they have a roster that can fill up the 30 for the men. Right. So yeah. what are the surprises? We'll start with the women. Pick two. Okay, Lita. Lita, that's a good pick. That's almost Trish a Stratus, sure. I'd say. Trish, uh, they've both been here recently. They both can still work. They have a good relationship. Uh so Lita and Trish Stratus are two, but you know what? Another one that's been floating around as well is the returns of Naomi. Uh, Liv Morgan, I don't think that's much of a surprise at this point. It's almost a guarantee that you'll probably see those two. Um, and then everybody's talking about Mercedes as well. So this will be a big thing if you see Sasha come back to WWE. If she's not here in the Rumble, you can guarantee that she's signed with AEW. What about yeah. you, women? Women. We will start with women. Uh, the obvious uh, Kelly Kelly or Michelle McCool. One of them will Ooh. definitely be in there. So it's not so much a surprise when it's been happening. I love, as Ke I love Kelly Kelly, man. I will say hey. something, and I'm surprised you did not say this person. You heard it here first on Draw Straw Raw. Randy predicts Mickey James in the Women's Royal Rumble. She is not going to win it, but I think she'll be in it. Trust me, other people are saying it. But I just wanted to say you heard it here first because I didn't hear it on any other pots. So whatever yeah. I don't hear, it's whatever you hear first. But yeah, there's well, Mickey, Mickey would be great, dude. So I'm not thinking Mercedes. Um, I honestly don't think Mercedes might might not be coming to WWE, but I don't know. But I would what hope about to. two men. What about two men that you think two would be surprises? men? Two men. What I would want to see right now with what's going on and what I think. We're talking about this other gentleman that we haven't heard of in yet from. Well, you, you look staring really good. I would like to see this a gentleman of Shinsuke Nakamura come in 
And then next thing you know, the next entrance, Mr. Okada. And these oh, two get together. That's my pray wish. Get together in the Rumble. You want to see Shinsuke get elevated with a gentleman? Put him with Okada. Put them with Karizain. I'm not trying to say anything about this, but uh, Eosky, Karizain, Asuka. You want to have factions that will take over the world? There you go. Set it up. The Rainmaker. It needs to rain at the Rumble. So, yes, Okada. What about yourself? Yeah, I was going to say Okada as well. And my other guy, my legend, I was going to say is RVD. Because RVD, RVD, we know that he has a good relationship with uh, with WWE. And we know that he still, he still, still does indies all the time. So, he can definitely give you a good solid three minutes, a couple of rolling thunders. Definitely get a You Still Got It chant from the crowd. Um, and a huge pop. Everybody loves his theme song, dude. And boogeyman no boogeyman no no, no, boogeyman. no boogeyman this year yeah, no this... boogeyman unless it means that santino is on the side laughing at him as he comes out <laughs> there you go there you go but yeah for the men's side there's like they have the roster pretty full i'm I'm presuming on the women's side a couple of nxt women are going to come up but i just said a name too i said a name too which is entirely possible i know that he works with tna santino? but santino could very well be the guy he's in the best shape of his life Honestly, hundred yeah, percent. So he could very well be that guy that comes out too in a comedy spot. Man, I want to see him come out as Santina Morella in the Destiny Women's World Wrestling Championship tournament that they're doing. I definitely want to see that happen, but it won't. <laughs> but it won't. There you go. But yeah, Randy, that's uh, that's the draw straws raw here for this week. And Isn't folks, it? thank you so much for listening. If you made it all the way to the end, Randy. Where can people find you if they want to send you some messages? Well, where can they find me? Where they can find us? We're on YouTube. Look us up. We are growing every single week. We are on YouTube at Draw Straws Raw. So just look it up. Um, thank you for everybody that's been tuning in, listening, commenting, sending me messages, so on and so forth. I appreciate that. Um, as well as I'm on the X. Um, yes, sir, I am adopted. Nobody still follows me on that. You're going to the YouTube, but you're not going to my ex. So I find that a little weird. But we are on the SNME radio network. Um, you want to become a patron? Go to patreon.com forward slash SNME radio. Uh, new ex and exciting stuff happening as of February 1st. Um, good job, Boris, on doing that. He has a couple of great ideas. Um, yeah. The show's on the network. Like many. We have the Smack Daddies. Our buds, we have um, Steve Swift, we have George Mackay, MLW Rewind. We have our buddies, Aaron and Matthew Grant with um, Collision. We got the, the newly named All Elite Geekly with Boris and Dax show. Um, many different shows that are going on the network. I'm proud and try to listen to every single one. It's definitely worth the, the price of admission. Um, for this network and new things happening and they're going to be having an after party a royal rumble after party um coming up uh this week i believe i i, I don't know if i can announce who's on it yet but i uh, know def we're not definitely on it but there are some good people on it so go take take a listen to it but um you can also where can we find you eric i know uh you're out there and messages are coming to you i know sean burke had yeah, found I you a lot <laughs> 
Just send me a message on Facebook, guys. Honestly, I'm pretty active there in the Thrash Garage thread, too. So you can just always reply to my hot takes or, or, you know, make fun of them or insult me or do whatever you'd like. Honestly, as long as you were mentioning me, I could really care less if it is in a positive or negative light. Honestly, um, Mori Pavich used to say, because a lot of people used to say on his show, hey, Murray, and he would respond. And they'd say, why do you respond to Murray? And he's like, I don't give a crap what people are calling me as long as they're calling me something. Right. So I'm the same way, Randy. Um, and I'm very grateful to have Randy on the show with me each week and all of you listeners. So thank you guys so much for doing so. Until the next time, please take care of yourselves and each other and continue to live your lives impactfully. Live. Laugh. And everyone love wrestling. I did it in the right order this time, Eric. You did. Until next week. Deuces. Deuces. Hey, did you know that Saturday, February 24th, Destiny World Wrestling returns to Oshawa and the Children's Arena for Destiny's Reckless. Is that the event featuring the indie god himself, Matt Cardona? You bet it is. I heard he's not going to be there alone. I heard Steph Delander showing up. I heard Fighter Flight is showing up. Vanna Black, Tara Zep, Lindsay Dorado, and a whole bunch more. Man, you better get your tickets now. They're on sale at www.destinywrestling.ca. I'm Chiquita Banana and I've come to say Bananas have to ripen in a certain way And when they're flecked with brown and have a golden hue Bananas taste the best and are the best for you You can put them in a salad No, not yet, my dear That greenish way you're looking means that you are ripe for cooking How about me? No, no, when you are fully ripe, my dear Those little flecks of brown appear Me? You're most digestible, my friend. Delicious, too, from end to end. You can put them in a pie any way you want to eat them. It's impossible to beat them. But bananas like the climate of the very, very tropical equator. So you should never put bananas in the refrigerator. Bananas are a solid food that doctors now include in baby's diet. And since they are so good for baby, I think we all should try it. Oh! See, 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 see.